Thank you for listening to the Ablaze Church Sermon Podcast. Our purpose at Ablaze is to love God, love others, follow Jesus, and tell others. If you are looking for a church home in the Tulsa area, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. or Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at ablazechurch.org. Got a question for you this morning. Have you ever witnessed dysfunction, maybe in an individual, in yourself, in a marriage, in an organization, or heaven forbid, even in a church? If you've ever witnessed dysfunction, raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's George Byrne, Burns, I think, who said this. Uh, there's nothing better than a large, caring family in another city. <laughs> well, families are like fudge. Sweet, but full of nuts. Did you hear about the little boy who asked his dad, Dad, how did we get here? And the father answered, well, son, there was this big bang, and through evolution, we all evolved and monkeys finally evolved, and we evolved from the monkeys, so we came from the monkeys. So the little boy was confused with that one, went to his mother, said, Mother, how did we get here? And the mother said, Now listen, it is God who created the heavens and the earth, and he created the animals different from humans, and God put man and woman into a family, and babies come from families, so we come from God? Hmm. The little boy said, well, why did dad tell me that we came from monkeys? Oh, I can explain that, said the mother. He's describing his side of the family. <laughs> and I described our, my side of the family. Hmm. You know, when we take a look at the families in the Bible, I'm here to tell you, full of nuts. <laughs> now, the family of Isaac and Rebekah. Isaac is the son of Abraham. You want to talk about a dysfunctional person? All you got to do is study Abraham. Abraham was visited by God face to face. Abraham received a promise from God, but he didn't trust it, and he really didn't believe it. No. Well, he is, that is Abram, the father of three world religions, but he is so dysfunctional in the Bible. He passes his wife off three times as his sister and hands her over to another man. Yeah, when God promises a baby, Abraham doesn't trust it, and he takes matters, matters into his own hands and tries to have a baby with Hagar, and Ishmael is born. When God promises through an angel that Sarah in one year will have a baby, you know what Sarah does? Laughs. Well, talk about dysfunction. Abraham is a shining example. Then Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was born, and he took after his father when it comes to dysfunction. He, too, tried to pass off his wife as his sister. When it comes to God visiting and trusting God's words, he doesn't trust it. 
And when God finally grants children, he tries to go against God's word. So she has twins and they struggle inside and God clearly says why. There's going to be a division. Now the first born is Esau. He comes out all hairy. They're really original here. And Jacob and Rebecca, Rebecca call him Harry. That's what Esau means. Jacob comes out holding the heel of Esau. They're really original. They say heel holder. That's what Jacob means. Okay. And the dysfunction in this family continues through Jacob. Jacob is the younger God has said the promise of the Messiah given to Adam and Eve, to Abraham, to Isaac. Now we'll go through Jacob. And you know what Isaac says now? Even though God says that, I know better. I am going to bless Esau. Mm. He goes against God's word. Jacob learns how to be a deceiver and a liar and a cheat from his family. He deceives and cheats his brother Esau out of the birthright. And then he lies and deceives and cheats his father Isaac and portrays himself as Esau and takes the blessing that was already his. Why would you steal a blessing that God promised is yours anyways? Dysfunction. (laughs) And then Jacob, because of his dysfunction, ups and leaves this very dysfunctional family and flees thinking he's leaving the dysfunction and goes right into another dysfunctional family and marries into a dysfunctional family. Laban. And the deceiver, Jacob, is deceived after serving seven years. His father-in-law switches the bride on him. He's ultimately deceived. You want to talk about dysfunction. The families in the Bible are full of dysfunctional people. Jacob tries to flee dysfunction, and it goes to dysfunction. Let me put it in a way you might understand. Dysfunction attracts dysfunction. That's a principle to live by, okay? Dysfunction attracts dysfunction. Here's another principle you might say. Don't ever try to leave dysfunction because where you are is dysfunction. Hmm. Yeah. You can't leave yourself, can you? The Bible is very clear. We all are dysfunctional. Every person, every married couple, every family, every church is dysfunctional. Why? Because of sin? Yeah. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Let me rephrase it. All are dysfunctional and fall short of the function of God. If we say we have no dysfunction, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our dysfunction, God will forgive our dysfunction and cleanse us, which is an ongoing process from cleanse us from all unrighteousness, all dysfunction, which is part of this life and doesn't truly happen until heaven. 
You see, we're all dysfunctional. But the good news is this. God has the answer to our dysfunction. You see, Jesus came from heaven to earth as divine function. And he went to the cross on purpose. And there he died for the dysfunction of everybody on earth. On the cross, Jesus took all of our dysfunction and died for it and gave to us a piece of his divine function, his righteousness. And that happened the day you became a Christian or born again. When the Holy Spirit, that deposit, guaranteeing what is to come, created faith within your heart showed you your sin and your Savior. That's part of that divine function that God has given to you. Here's some more good news. God works in dysfunction. God, divine function, functions at 100% in our dysfunction. Adam and Eve were dysfunction. Cain and Abel were dysfunction. Abraham was very dysfunctional, but God worked through him. Isaac was dysfunctional. God worked through him. Jacob was dysfunctional. God worked through him. David was so dysfunctional, but yet God worked through him. Solomon was so dysfunctional, But God worked through him. Throughout the Bible, all the dysfunctional people, guess what? God worked through. You know why? There was no other choice except to work through dysfunctional people. And when you get to the New Testament, Peter was so dysfunctional. Those disciples were so dysfunctional. Peter and Paul couldn't get along. And then there's this episode with Paul and Barnabas, who ended up fighting disagreeing, getting angry with one another, and Paul goes one way, and Peter, excuse me, Barnabas goes the other way. And they both started churches, and they grew. <laughs> Here's the good news. Divine function operates very well within, within and under our dysfunction. Hmm. Let me put it in a way that may help you. God reserves the right to work through someone who's opposite of you. God reserves the right to work through somebody you don't like. God reserves the right to work through somebody who doesn't like you. God reserves the right to work through a dysfunctional church like the Roman Catholic Church. God reserves the right to work through the dysfunctional group of people that may gather at Life Church, Church on the Move, the Methodist Church, the Baptist Church, and God, and this may shock you, reserves the right to work through the dysfunctional group called Lutherans. Especially the Missouri Synod Lutherans. 
God reserves the right to work through the dysfunctional group of people that may like traditional worship, that may like contemporary worship. Imagine that. There's no other option but for God to work divinely through dysfunctional people. Abraham was, wasn't always that way. Isaac wasn't always that way. Jacob wasn't always that way. But they began to grow. And they began to mature. If you're an individual here, or you're listening to me online, or if you're married, or if you're part of a family, or if you're part of a church, okay, you know how you grow spiritually as an individual, as a married couple, as a family, as a church? You're ready? You see God, not dysfunction. Where do we learn that from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the folks of the Bible? Let me share with you how Jacob, excuse, yeah, Jacob came to this. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a process of cleansing us from all of our dysfunction, which takes for some many years. It took Jacob 14 years. <laughs> to come to this conclusion. You ready? Abraham reached it. Isaac did. But Jacob, it's so obvious. Let me share with you. He, he gathers his wives. He says, so Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah into the field where his flock was and said to them, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before, but God my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages 10 times. Have you ever had your wages reduced 10 times? Hmm. But listen, I'm going to call this putting on the but God glasses. Putting on the but God glasses but God did not per permit him to harm me. <laughs> Listen, folks. If you want to grow as an individual in your marriage, in a family, in a church, this dysfunctional pastor is telling you, dysfunctional people, it is time to put on the but God glasses. It goes like this. I'm sick. I have cancer. But God is the great physician. Amen. I'm going to die. But God says, yet shall I live. I'm praying. But God is the only one who will answer. I'm seeking, but God will Enable me to find. I'm knocking, but God will open that door. The world is at war. Russia is attacking Ukraine. We went through World War I, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, Desert Storm. But God is in charge and we'll see us through. Schools are being shot up. 
But God has a plan and is still in charge. It seems impossible, but with God, nothing is impossible. Folks, it's time to put on the but God glasses and see how he has blessed you. See how he promises you, no different than he promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He promises you, I am with you always to the end of the age. Ask and you will see. Seek, you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. I'm tired, but God gives rest. The greatest minds on earth, the smartest people tell us, It was a big bang, an evolution. But God created the heavens and the earth. If you take anything home with you today, listening to me online, take this home. It is time for us to put on the but God glasses. Amen.